I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. It's only taken them 15 long months, but there's another 66 seconds of audio from Megxit and from the BBC to the LBC, replacing one big beast with another. I should be more grateful, really, back in the Dark Ages, not long after that nice Mr Sunak had us all eating things out. I felt so aggrieved at the very definition of entitled Harry and Meghan had trousered several eye-watering million dollars out of Spotify to make a podcast that I spaffed out a few hundred words slagging them off. I called it chin-strokey and NPRE. I said Harry sounded like a priest with a beach ball in his mouth. Grab a cosy beverage, he pleaded, while we reviewed his work, much like a puppy that just took a dump on the path in front of you. It was this blistering review that led to the podcast you're listening to right now, and here we are, 50-whatever episodes later. There wasn't much of Megan in that first episode. Well, finally, the next series appears to be where they put that right. But first, after other August periodicals followed my scoop and started asking questions about the long silence from Archwell, the PR backspin has been conversely deafening. Here you are, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's podcast studio, Archwell Audio, will stick with its multi-year exclusive Spotify deal, despite recent pushback from the Royals over the platform's handling of COVID-19 misinformation, gushed The Hollywood Reporter. Sadly, such fearless journalism wasn't in evidence for what Spotify said in response. I know we shouldn't feel any sympathy for the Scandi streamer, but if I blew 17 big ones on a star signing, I might expect more than 35 minutes of content in the following year. And when I gently poked them with a stick to casually inquire when they might make good on our arrangement, expect some audio rather than spin it into a fatuous Rogan-esque controversy. Anyway, Archwell Audio may not have any audio, but it clearly has spokespersons. One told The Hollywood Reporter on Thursday that the studio had had encouraging conversations with Spotify executives regarding the platform's misinformation policies and practices. Excellent, as that means another series is forthcoming. It's called Archetypes, and already that same spokesperson's clearly been on the poppers, as it's described gushingly in the pricey as groundbreaking. The Duchess of Fluke Street promises to investigate the labels that try to hold women back. She'll speak with historians and experts to uncover the origin of these stereotypes and have uncensored conversations with women who know all too well how these typecasts shape our narratives. The teasers dropped then. It starts with radio tuning in effects and what the transcript calls ethereal music before a male voice saying she's a slut and a range of clips describing women and girls. This is how the media reflects women back at us, says Megan, method acting as a vaguely interested low-rent NPR host. Given the backstory of her mother-in-law, is it insensitive to have some camera shutter effects to represent the press and a female voice shouting, stop following me next? Well, that's what they do. Before a perfunctory read, no call to action, no date, just a coming soon. Listen only on Spotify. So what does this fat minute of fresh audio tell us? I will, of course, reserve judgment. Oh, no, I won't. Uh, There's something about anything else these two do in this space that turned me into a showreel for GB News. Where is the big idea here? Are we going to get Megan doing the legwork, or is she spending 20 minutes in the studio to purr some lines out once a month? And how on earth is typecast a noun? 
I guess you play to your crowd, but how refreshing it would be for Bodger and Badger to craft a series A with both of them in it, and B about something unexpected. Giraffes, steeplejacks, microwaves. Not another dreary standard that's been examined forever times in the past. Usually by broadcasters with three times the intellect and a gazillionth of the exposure. Depressing news this week as Eddie Mayer announces his retirement. There are at least a quartet of LBCers I'd rather were in the queue in front of him. But hey, there's a personality who made a perfect switch back to tight, ad-funded speech radio after too long in the sandalwood and big dog-smelling public broadcaster. But half LBC got it right with their latest signing. A good radio friend of mine posted this week that they haven't. Andrew Marr sounds, and I quote, flat, scripted and pre-recorded. Ouch. Another radio nerd piled on saying it's not the right time and that Sunday mornings could work possibly. Well, I tried the podcast to see and against my better judgment, watched rather than listened to it for review purposes. Actually, I've heard the show live on the radio and it's true. On P&O Day, they didn't lead on that remarkable story. Instead, a slightly impenetrable Ukraine line and a too long sit down with Lindsay Hoyle. That felt like one of those we've booked it, don't change it moments. And strange out of kilter for LBC. With no interaction, it's less leading Britain's conversation and more leaving boring callers. There was an unexpectedly hilarious moment in the edition I watched where President Zelensky was given a translation track that made Alan Carr sound as butcher's Bill Mitchell. Now, I've always liked Marr, but found some of his pre-launch quotes alarming. The press seemed to think that thing about being keen to get his voice back was all about making the show a bit more authored or doing that very LBC take on impartiality over time. Well, I've heard very little opinion and more the clang of big names being dropped by people with so many great contacts they need a little black filing cabinet rather than a little black book. On video, which is where all podcasts are going to end up if we believe commentators this week, it's a fine-looking show, very global, well-branded, beautifully lit, and if I'm right, all real rather than the alarming virtual visualisation of some lesser Frankenstein shows that don't seem to know if they're meant to be listened to or watched. But I can't help thinking Mars pedigree and the associated TV shenanigans going on around him reduce the Joker cards for audio, that's warmth, interaction, unpredictability, that he truly needs to migrate to the senior medium. Miranda thinks the same. I doubt Radio 4 listens to this confection, by the way, but if they are, please do what you can to sign Eddie back. Evan can concentrate on the dragons and their ridiculous fake lift, and I'll still have the driftwood of the UK's best speech broadcaster, to cling on to as the world gets really dicey. I'm John Ryan, weary and disappointed this week with the trailer for Archetypes from Archwell Audio and tonight with Andrew Marr from LBC. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.